In today's show, we've got news about Disneyland reopenings. We've got Disney Wish Cruise Line is setting sail. We've got some news about that. Headline news, meetups, trivia, and so much more all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight, Uncle Tony? Pretty good. Pretty good, 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 good. Yeah. Uh, before we get too far into it, I want to make sure that you uh, reminded about our, our travel destinations, travel partners. Uh, they are the best if you want to plan a vacation as the world is starting to slowly open back up. If you want to plan some type of romantic getaway, a destination wedding in the future, a cruise line as cruise lines are slowly opening back up. doesn't matter what type of travel you want to go on. Destinations to travel will be your guide for your dream vacation. Now, as things are opening up, things change. Masks, no masks. You know, what can you do? What can't you do? Three feet, what six country, feet. Yeah. What country can you travel to? What do you have to do to travel to this country? You know, I've got some friends of mine who are heading to Italy, uh, and they're they're telling me stories about what they're having to do. And then I got another buddy that just went to Crete, and he's telling me his story. Uh, so. You need to have someone who's in the industry to help guide your way if you're going to do any travel. Destinations to travel are the yep. best at what they do, and it doesn't cost you a penny. So, guys, uh, the best way to get in touch with them is go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. There's a, a quick little survey. Fill that out. Let them know what you're thinking about doing, and someone will contact you and help you start planning. Now, for those of you who want to have a little bit more hands-on, they'll let you do that, too. But it's always better to have a travel planner who is helping you so that when things go wrong, and they often do, you'll have them uh, available to help you. So uh, definitely check out our friends, Destinations to Travel. We appreciate them uh, supporting us. Again, go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash to travel. Um, how's your weekend? Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Yeah, Friday mm. did a little dining at uh, Trattatora El Forno. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Nice. Menu's mm. a little cut down. Things are missing. Um, mm. You know, like the big meatball's gone for some what? weird reason. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's, you know right, when you walk in, the booth's on the far, far wall. Yes. All the way in the back of the restaurant. Well, there's two... Two, four. There were six of us, and they tried to cram six of us in a booth. So the Correct. server comes over, and there's like four, and then there's we had to put two chairs. The server's like, "Listen, I'm gonna get you a different table because this is not meant for six people." So she's like, "Just sit, stay." She goes, comes back. She goes here. Sit at this table. This has six chairs for six adults. Right. <laughs> uh, food was, you know, same as it always is. Uh, but they are doing takeout. So, you know, you can order and uh, there seem to be a lot of takeout orders. Um, cool. They're not open, you know, for room rent. They're only open for DVC right now. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I guess, you know, people that didn't want to cook just were ordering food. So it's good. How about you? Anything dizzy? No, no. We had uh, we had a, a neighborhood five k on Saturday. Oh, a neighborhood five k. Yeah, we uh, so Margaritaville uh, has wow. been doing little events all year, and we signed up for like the Margaritaville five k. Um, so like we had about ten or fifteen of us seven o'clock in the morning running around our neighborhood. And then uh, we had a buddy of ours had a tent out in front of our house. And he was mixing up margaritas eight o'clock in the morning, blasting Jimmy Buffett, drinking margaritas. It's great. Um, <laughs> Too early in the morning for me on a Saturday. Oh God. No, no, it was great. And how the rest of my day went, it was perfect. Um, so yeah, no, we didn't do a lot this weekend. We, um, we didn't do anything Disney. So that wasn't the best weekend we've ever had. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you run with a margarita? You can if you want to. Yeah. Uh, it's messy. Uh, unless you put it inside of your sippy cup as you're running, but we had it, we had it where we ran around the neighborhood and um, we ran down the street and we had set up a, a water spot. Mm. So it was the one mile mark, and then we would go, and then we cross the two mile mark, and then there's a water spot, and then we all came home, and right past our house was the finish line. Mm. So everybody kind of walked back, and it was great. I had a blast. My wife put it together. She's amazing. Mm. So uh, yeah. I you am. need one of those like wine bras or the hat with yeah. the thing. With the th- yeah, I don't need a wine bra, <laughs> but I'll take the hat. Uh, well, if you're yeah. running you and you want to carry some liquor with you, sure. <laughs> I just carry the bottle. I care less. <laughs> Put the cork back in it and keep running. Uh, so, yeah, so this is a good weekend. I mean, all things considered, it was okay. Yeah, all right, good. So, uh, so yeah, all right. So, let's, uh, I guess, really. Is there anything else you want to say before we? No, we're good. Nope. Let's then let's get into the news. And now Disney Parks Podcast News. All righty, everybody. Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa is now open and welcoming guests at Disneyland Resort. On behalf of all cast members, Disney is delighted, honored, and thrilled to be welcoming guests back to Disney's California, excuse me, Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa at the Disneyland Resort, which opened on uh, April 29th. This triple A four diamond property right in the heart of all things magic with its stunning craftsman style architecture, genuine hospitality and unmatched location, just steps from the Disneyland park, Disney California adventure park and the downtown Disney district. It's the place for you to call home on your next vacation to the Disneyland resort. As long as you're from California. I'm just kidding. They opened that up a little bit. For helpful vacation planning tips to Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa, be sure to check out the quote, no before you go, end quote story that Disney recently shared on the Disney Parks blog and all the details on the Disneyland.com site. Vacation is where so many meaningful memories are made with your friends and family, and it means so much that you choose to spend yours with Disney. This is a phase reopening. So stay tuned to Disneyland.com where you can find the latest Disneyland Resort Hotel updates as they look forward to expanding their services and offerings. So are the hotels Sorry. only allowed to be open at 15% too? Because if so, God, that's a lot of electricity for yeah. 15%. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, they could probably close up entire wings yeah. and floors. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But hey, I'll take it. And any, any, it's better than none. Yeah, I would be sending gruesome a bill for the other forty percent or fifty percent of my. I'm revenue. sure they are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Disneyland Paris announced a uh, royal renovations are coming to the Disneyland Hotel uh, as finishing touches are put into place at Disney's uh, Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel. And I've heard from, actually, Jeffrey at D23, that this art is spectacular. If you were a Marvel fan, you're going to want to go there. Yeah. Um, So they're excited to share that the iconic Disneyland Hotel will be receiving an ambitious transformation at Disneyland Paris, making it the first to celebrate a royal theme inspired by Disney's empowered heroes. Uh, the Imagineers will be infusing more beloved Disney storytelling uh, and magic into the hotel with the addition of many Disney princesses uh, and queens. The Queen of Hearts? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, put their heads. Uh, from Walt Disney Animation Studio classics like Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, to newer favorites like uh, Frozen and Tangled, all hotel rooms and suites will be in Entirely rethemed to offer the most immersive guest experience. In doing so, designers will continue. 
to pay homage to the elegant Victorian architecture that guests currently experience at their Disneyland hotel. Not mm-hmm. only will guests be able to hold court in their royally rethemed rooms and suites, but they will also receive the royal treatment while relaxing at the expanded pool area and spa while dining at rethemed restaurants and bars. The refurbishment is in the next step and an ambitious multi-year renovation plan for the entire 5,700 hotel rooms across the Disneyland Paris property. The cool thing about this hotel to me is, you know how when you walk into Magic Kingdom Mm. or Disneyland, there's the train station? Yeah. Well, they have the same thing at Disneyland Paris, Mm -hmm. but right right before the train station, on the outside of the park, like the ticketing centers are underneath the hotel. So you actually walk underneath the hotel Mm. uh, when you're – it's very similar to – not the look, but it's very similar to the way things are like when you walk underneath the walkway at uh, boardwalk, when you're going down yeah. the flight of stairs, right. but the hotel is gorgeous. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of images and movies and videos. Yeah. yeah. It does look spectacular. Yeah. 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 So really, yeah. the hotel is really the berm of the park. Would you say? Yeah. 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 I would. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In my opinion, you know, yeah. it's been a while since I've been there. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, I will say that the area when you're walking from their downtown Disney area mm. to Disneyland Park, where you, you see uh, the hotel, they have these little gardens around, and they're oh, gorgeous. Yeah. It's yeah. such a such a cool vibe. It's mm. it's so different than what we have here. Yeah. Uh, but it's great. It's a really cool vibe, and, and I love it. And it's we should. I would love to go back. I mean, I really would love to go back. Mm. So, all right. Uh, next up, we can see how the Disney Wish will unlock enchanting family vacations in the summer of 2022. Uh, when the Disney Wish sets sail in summer of the 2022, 20, uh, you'll be immersed in Disney's rich legacy of enchanted storytelling. Disney's bringing to life the stories and characters of Disney. Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars adventures like never before. Uh, while we're not able to share everything, every little bit of magic that Disney's putting into the ship, because obviously they're saving some for the coming months, um, some of the details below uh, are going to be helping us all get excited. Uh, by the way, if you haven't seen the video that drops uh, on Disney Wish Day on YouTube, it's a 35 minute video and worth every second. Yeah. So go check that out. So, first up, you'll be immersed in the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse animated shorts aboard the first ever Disney attraction at Sea Aqua Mouse, complete with show scenes, lighting, and special effects, and a splash tacular surprise. This wild water ride is sure to delight everyone in the family as a zig, zag, and zoom. Through 760 feet of window wind wind excuse me winding tubes suspended high above the upper decks, with the debut of three brand new family dining concepts ranging from theatrical entertainment to cinematic adventure to sophisticated elegance. Dining aboard the Disney Wish will soon uh, be so much more than just a meal. It will be uh, a chance to interact with your favorite Disney stories in exciting new ways. So it's interesting. They did, you know, the Marvel thing and the Frozen thing that, you know, something for the boys and something for the girls, right? Because yeah. I think if they just went one way or another, there would yeah. have been a problem. <laughs> yeah. And the adults, too. I mean, yeah, sure. Trust me, I, I'll be the first one in line to kick a kid out of that Star Wars bar. Trust me on that. Uh, it's not a kid's bar. It's only 21 and older for the Star Wars oh. bar. It's oh, adults only. Thank you, God. It's adults only. So uh, next up is the, uh, well, I mean, we're talking about the Arendelle dining yeah. experience. I saw a video from the uh, Princess and the Frog. 
uh, as well. It looks like they're going to have live jazz and they're going to do some processionals and yeah. Tiana will be there as well. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but Arendelle, the frozen dining adventure is Disney's first frozen themed theatrical dining experience that will bring the world of Arendelle to life through immersive live entertainment featuring iconic characters like Elsa, Anna, Kristoff and Olaf, a world-class cuisine infused with Nordic influences. God, I hope they don't have the spoiled fish or the, Fish dinner, yeah. you know, cod. Cod. Uh, Worlds of Marvel is the first ever Marvel cinematic dining adventure where you'll play an interactive role in an action-packed adventures mission that unfolds around you, complete with a worldly menu inspired by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Luna is a brand new entertainment hub that will transform from daytime setting for family fun into an elegant evening venue for adult exclusive entertainment offering a variety of live shows and interactive programming throughout the day. The Walt Disney Theater is an opulent show place that will come alive with original Broadway-style stage productions developed exclusively for Disney Cruise Line uh, for the first time in forever. On a Disney ship, you will embark on a space-jumping tour of the Star Wars galaxy at Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge, a high-end bar styled as a luxurious yacht class spaceship this richly themed immersive experience will be reserved for adults yes, every evening uh so that must mean there must be a daytime thing with kids for in kids. it yeah probably <laughs> Uh, in the evening, it'll be offering interactive tasting experiences and signature beverages inspired by destinations such as Batu, Tatooine, and Mustafa. Yeah, once they clean off uh, all the kids' boogers, they can open yeah. it up for the adults. That's true. <laughs> Most of the ship's 1,254 staterooms will offer an ocean view. Holy crap! Including 877. 70% with a spacious veranda and there will be 451 connecting doors that adjoin rooms to accommodate larger families. The Disney wish will elevate the concierge experience with more than double the number of premium concierge staterooms and suites, including Disney's first ever staterooms located above the bridge, boasting floor to ceiling windows that reveal breathtaking ocean views overlooking the bow of the ship. An exclusive lounge with a private sun deck will be perfect place for a concierge guest to relax, sip a cocktail, and enjoy a premium level of dedicated service throughout the voyage. Sign me up. Yes. The Disney Wish will also debut four royal suites, richly adorned, lavishly uh, appointed suites that accommodate up to six guests and feature extravagant details and first class amenities. Sign me up. Yeah. Uh, include a pair of two story suites on a boat. Uh, the first of their kind within the Disney fleet, which will feature stunning statement pieces like an elegant spiral staircase and a spectacular two deck high stained glass frieze. Frieze. Can't say that word. The Disney Wish will sail its maiden voyage, a five nine cruise to Nassau, Bahamas, and Disney's private island Castaway Key on June 9th of 2022, followed by an inaugural season of three and four night cruises to the same destinations from Port Canaveral, Florida. Bookings will be open to the public on May 27th of 2021. Wow. I am in. Yeah. It sounds uh Sounds spectacular. And the pictures yeah. and video were awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome source. Sounds, sounds expensive. <laughs> yeah. What do you think a two story suite at the front of a cruise ship on Disney costs? <laughs> How many of my pennies do I have to save for that? <laughs> well, let's. Okay. So let's look at it this way. If, if I'm staying in a veranda suite mm. on a regular cruise ship, mm-hmm. I think we booked two people for a six day cruise. Mm hmm. For under two grand, mm. so I gotta think six people in that room, mm. ten grand easy. Yeah. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go look on May 27th on the website yeah. and see. Yeah, uh, hey, you know if, if it sleeps six people like in in beds, well, you know we can come up with six people and just split the cost. <coughs> yeah, sure. Why not? You know, I'm done with that. 
All right, mm-hmm. anyway, over at the Disneyland Resort, uh, cast members were honored uh, for their 50 and 55 years of service. 50 and 55 years of service. That is wow. nuts. <coughs> yeah. That's incredible. That's as long as I've been alive. Yeah. 50 years. Yeah. Uh, seven Disneyland Resort cast members who marked 50 years of service in 2020 and one who marked 55 years of service were recently honored at Sleeping Beauty's uh, Castle for a special service award ceremony prior to the theme park's opening to guests after 13 months of closure uh, due to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Honoree Larry Snow, who will mark 56 years with the Disneyland custodial in May <laughs> is one of the longest serving cast members at the Disneyland resort. All right. So he was right. there 56. Uh, they're open 60. Uh, how long was Oscar there when he retired? Oh, I don't know. That's yeah. a great question. Yeah. Because they know they had to make a special thing for him. Uh, for his retirement, because they didn't think anybody was ever going to get that far. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, honoree Larry Snow, who will be marking his 56th year with the Disneyland Custodial in May, and is one of the longest-serving cast members at the resort, uh, recounted how he was actually hired by Walt Disney oh. at a group interview in 1965. Wow. And he's saying, quote, Walt had a terrible cold at that time <laughs> and came down with a cold almost immediately after, uh, Larry uh, said. Uh, the guys in my fraternity were impressed that I caught a cold from Walt Disney. Larry's <laughs> specifically designed, and once again, they had to make it a statue, his specifically designed bronze statuette features Disney characters gathered around his photo. Uh, seven cast members who marked 50 years of service in 2020 also attended this ceremony, including well, there's a bunch of names there. Uh, so let's see, a vacation planner, uh, jungle cruise, um, yada yada. Anyway, so that is crazy that they have you know cast members of that uh, you know longevity, right. and I, I guess that says something about the company and. You know, they must like their job, I guess, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So. Very That's great. Congratulations, yeah. guys. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. If you'd like the show, would like to support us and get some really cool Disney swag in the process, we would encourage you to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon, uh, where you could sign up to support what we do and get up to three shows uh, each week. Brand new content you can't hear anywhere else. Uh, We have two regular shows at the $5 level. We have an additional third show, which is the Disney Plus podcast, where we talk all things Disney, and that's at the $10 level. Plus, you can also... Uh, get all three shows and get one of the cool Disney by the numbers t-shirt club shirts sent directly to you uh, for just $35 a month. So you don't have to do anything. The shirt comes to you automatically. It's, it's really a great offer and you support the show here. Uh, Patreon's also making it super easy because if you pay annually, you can save 10%. Uh, we're also throwing in a, uh, a hand embroidered uh, Pixar hat. If you join or if you go to another level up, we would love to get that to you as well. So there's no no reason not to help us do what we do here. Uh, a lot of the things that we do require us to have money up front. So that's where Patreon comes in, helpfully. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you guys. So go over to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Sign up, support us, and uh, keep the show on the air, guys. And we thank each and every one of you. Yep. Uh Meetups, May 29th, we're going to uh, an AMC uh, Disney Springs to the AMC Theater. Uh, Hopefully, we can get that book soon so that we can get all the details out to you. Uh, They should be probably doing that this week. I'll uh, double-check tonight, too. Uh, June 12th, we have a special event. Uh, Go to the address right there on the screen. It's HTTPS uh, colon forward slash forward slash dpp with brian dot eventbrite dot com. Uh, 
And this will be lunch within Imagineering. We only have six seats open for this. So if you want to do this, you're going to have to do it soon. It's mm -hmm. June 12th. Uh, we're going to, I believe it's going to be like 1 p.m. We're going to meet up at 1 p.m. So sign up now. Get your ticket because uh, they're going to go quick. Uh, August 7th, we're going to head to the Four Seasons and have a character breakfast at Ravello. And then December 11th, mark your calendars. We're going to do our annual Christmas crawl. So check Great. all that out. All right, next up is our trivia question. So last week, John, uh, the question was, who was the only Disney princess to have a tattoo? And she didn't have to have it covered to be working uh, in the film. Oh. oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to say Moana, but I'm not sure that's right. No. It is Poco Hantas. Ah, Pocahontas has tattoo. Yeah, she had something on her arm. Yep. Huh, uh, so the winner is Laura M. Uh, Laura, it will be in the mail this week, hopefully. All right, this week's uh, trivia question is this. This this may be, well, I think you could probably Google it, but this may be a little bit hard. What address does Andy's family move to at the end of Toy Story? So remember, Andy's family packed up the car and they moved. Oh, yeah. Tell me the address of where they moved to. 33 Cherry Tree Lane. Oh, so close, but uh -huh. no. It's a wrong movie. <laughs> if you uh, if you know the correct answer, send it to a Disney Parks Podcast at Gmail dot com. Nice. Uh, Okie dokie. The Jungle Cruise is getting ready to set sail with help from an old friend. Uh, guests visiting the Magic Kingdom may soon notice that the latest updates coming to the Jungle Cruise as they come around. Come around the final. Yeah. Trader Sam is charting a new adventure along the river at both Disneyland and Magic Kingdom Parks. Ever wonder what happened to that gramophone you accidentally left behind on the boat during your last adventure? How about that beloved pith helmet you thought you forgot? Yeah. Uh, word on the stream is that Alberta Falls, proprietor of the Jungle Navigation Company Limited, has entrusted her longtime friend Trader Sam to manage the new lost and found location. But with Trader Sam being Trader Sam, there's always an opportunity to make a little extra money. After all, all the best rides do end up in a gift shop. Am I right? Uh, the new scene is one of the several new scenes that are interconnected and build on the original story and humor of the Jungle Cruise. As previously shared, Disney's world-famous skippers will continue to present the unique adventure and interaction guests have come to expect. Once complete, guests will learn more about the events that lead up to this final scene, so stay tuned as enhancements will be debuting later this year. Very nice. I'm glad that they didn't just pull them out, that they're actually doing something yeah. with Trader Sam. Yeah. And it was also nice that they didn't shut down the whole thing for two years to do this. They're doing it yeah. while the attraction is open. Yeah. So I think that's, uh, you know, I, I'd like to see that with all attractions if they can. <laughs> right. It sounds yeah. like a great new way to do things. Yeah. Smart. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Uh, hey, Disney World cast members, uh, listen up. Uh, your employer is offering you a COVID vaccine bonus if they can sway you. Uh, and in an article published by the Orlando Sentinel, Disney World has announced that they will be offering extra cash to cast members who elect to get the COVID vaccines. Uh, according to a Disney World spokesperson, employees who have received either the single dose JJ, or both doses of the two dose, or the other ones, by September 30th will be eligible for a one-time payment equal to four hours of your regular pay. Oh, wow. I don't know why they stopped at four. Why not a whole day? Just saying. Uh, in addition, uh, Disney World already has vaccines widely available to their cast members through uh, the Disney Health Services and various other pop-up clinics. These clinics are for Disney employees only, both working and furloughed, so you don't have to be active. You can be on furlough. Uh, Walt Disney World Resort President Jeff Val said 
on his Instagram account. I like that communication has now gone social. They don't do press releases anymore. It's, yeah, yeah. Put it on the social, see if anybody finds it. Uh, that he's pleased to help Central Florida in the continued fight uh, to beat the virus. Uh, nice. Unite Here Local 362 president said uh, that the incentive is incentive is a good move for the more than 8,000 cast members and the union uh, that he represents. Uh, mm-hmm. Disney has yet to comment on the number of cast members who have been opted to receive the vaccine so far. Well, now that you're throwing some cash at them, I think you're going to up the numbers. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you get them. You know. <laughs> that is how you get them. I heard uh, the Pantina Group was offering $500 if uh, you came back to work. Apparently, nobody, <laughs> everybody that was furloughed obviously went and found a new job. And a lot of them went to jobs that are paying more than server jobs did. Um, you know, they went into healthcare or something, you know, along those lines because that's where the jobs were. So now. Nobody wants to go back to, you know, waiting tables if they can make more money, you know, doing hospital coding. There's a lot of that going around. Yeah. Yeah. So. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So. I don't know anybody. I have no idea what you're talking about. Disney Magic Mobile is now available for Android phones. This is like say you've got the button. Uh, Disney Magic Mobile service is now available for on eligible Google Pay enabled Android phones in addition to iPhone and Apple Watch. As a reminder, just in case you might have forgotten, Disney Mo- Magic Mobile service is a new way for guests to access Magic Band features like theme park entry through the power of smartphones. Uh, guests can create a Disney Magic Mobile Pass through the My Disney Experience app and add it to the digital wallet on their devices to access available features. Now, please note, Google Pay does not support animated cards as Apple Wallet does. Sorry. And it's important to note that Disney Magic Mobile service requires iOS 14.4 or later and watch OS 7.3 for later, which doesn't affect anybody with an Android phone. Yeah. But right? it, they, they're just reminding you. You should have yeah. an Apple device. Yeah. <laughs> you should get an Apple. But we have it available for yeah. Google. You should definitely get an Apple. But it can't be animated. Yeah. <laughs> don't you want to make it animated? You should get it. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think mine's very animated. Speaking of animation. Like Pixar? Ah, guess who funded Pixar? Yeah. Steve Jobs. That's right. Oh, Not it, Google. Is, it is animated. The clouds move. Oh. <laughs> if you want your clouds to move, please move to an Apple device. <laughs> <laughs> you want your clouds to move. This Ooh. show is sponsored by Apple and Apple iOS 14. <laughs> dear dear Tony and Park Opera John, <laughs> it's not worth the $1,500 to get a new phone just for my clouds to move. I can look up and see that all day long. <laughs> Maybe if I shake it, the clouds will move. <laughs> All right. Uh, for Disneyland, uh, the rise is open, but you're going to have to utilize the virtual queue. And let's talk about this. So uh, this started when the park opened on April 30th. Uh, the rise is open. It's got two queue times, one at 7 a.m., where you can get it from anywhere on the planet Earth, and then the 12 p.m. Uh, 12 p.m. their time. Mm-hmm. Not our their time, Western mm-hmm. Pacific. <laughs> so guests must have a valid ticket and a valid theme park reservation who will start their day at Disneyland will be able to access the virtual queue system with the mobile app, the Disneyland mobile app. That's my Disney experience. Uh, for available boarding groups, ooh, excuse me, starting at 7 a.m. on the day of their park reservation. God bless me. God bless. Uh, yeah, this can be done before you even leave your hotel or your home or Orlando Airport if you're heading to California. Um, but you must have all the uh, ticket linked to your Disneyland app account. If you don't begin your day at Disneyland, say 
California Adventures Gym. You may still be able to access the virtual queue opportunity beginning at noon. Guests who have a valid ticket and a valid park admission and mm-hmm. have and en- en- I should say a valid park hopping ticket. Uh Enter the Disneyland California Adventure Park with a park hopper ticket before noon. You then may access the queue system to check for availability boarding groups before the 12 p.m. Such guests who <laughs> obtain a boarding group may then enter the Disneyland Park with their park hopper ticket after 1 p.m. for their boarding group subject to availability. The opportunity for guests to join the virtual queue will make uh, will be made available once each morning and then once each afternoon. Guests will uh, also be able to join the queue via the Disneyland app. And Disney was clear to state that the guests may only access the attraction by using the virtual queue. There's no fast passes. There's no standby line. There will be no chance of getting on this attraction. Mm. So they make this very complicated. You know, I, I, there has to be a way to dumb this down and make it easier. You know. Yeah. I'm just. I don't, I'm just. Saying. I mean, <laughs> well, it's something that we talk about regularly here. It's how Disney does things. Yeah. You know. They. They. Uh, it's almost like the the rat in the maze trying to tap the feeder bar. If you're well, able to get through the maze and the hurdles that Disney puts in front of you, and you're able to get that, you know, feeder bar tapped, well, then you know what? Kudos to you. You get to ride the attraction. If you're yeah. not smart enough to figure the system out, no, nah, sorry, you don't get the cheese, my friend. That's right. Despite all my rage, I am still just a rat in a cage. Yeah. Or d- despite all the money you've paid. To tap the feeder bar. That's true. Uh, Disneyland is going to be unveiling new annual pass program before the end of the year. We hope that uh, Walt Disney World is calling. Disneyland President Ken Potrock joined the D23 Inside Disney podcast to talk about the reopening of Disneyland. In the discussion, Potrock talked about how it was necessary to sunset the annual pass program and discuss the future of annual passes. First, Potrock said that it was necessary for Disneyland to sunset the annual pass program because of capacity restrictions from the state of California. As we've talked about ad nauseum, Disney will be operating at a 25% capacity uh, for the foreseeable future. And while a vast pass holder base of hundreds of thousands, if not more than 1 million guests, there simply wasn't a way to get everyone into the relatively low capacity theme parks at Disneyland. Uh, next, Potrock said that Disney thought it was a great opportunity to reimagine the annual pass program. He said that they wanted to think about how guests would visit their parks in the future, not how they have visited for decades. Potrock described the new program, saying that it will be consumer-centric. Finally, uh, Ken said that they are working on the program right now and said that Disney will, and I quote, clearly be launching something before the end of the year. Potrock said that Disney is just now receiving the research and data from their earlier surveys and will use that feedback to craft the annual pass options. While the theme parks will initially operate with no annual pass holders, it is clear that Disney will not drag their feet much longer and introduce their new membership program in the months to come. I think they'll get theirs by the end of the year. Hours will happen sooner because I think they're going to want to reinstate hours before the 50th anniversary. I don't Probably. think uh, I don't think Disney World can go uh, to the end of the year. It just doesn't uh, seem feasible. Sure. Uh, the other room I heard is that um, The other rumor I heard is that um, parties will be back. Christmas party and Halloween parties will be back this year as well. Sweet. Uh, they may not be what they were in the past, uh, but they will be there uh, in some kind of capacity. So, mm-hmm. you, know, you got to listen to the D23 uh, podcast. It was quite interesting. I kind of like Ken. He was kind of reading, not reading, but he was 
kind of scripted and prompted by some communication people say certain things. That's just that's not the way he rolls, but that's the way he's rolling for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things yeah. are kind of what they are right now. Yeah. Uh, here in Florida, one of my favorite services is coming back, valet parking. <laughs> uh, you can valet park currently at hotels that are open uh, if you have a, a, valley, a valid handicap. Uh, so that is still available. But for everybody else that doesn't, uh, here is how it's going to happen. Uh, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort started the service back up again uh, last week. And here's the timeline for the rest of the resort. So May 2nd, you're getting the Contemporary and the Riviera Resort. Uh, mm-hmm. Then on May 16th, you're going to get Yacht and Beach uh, nope. with the uh, Boardwalk. Uh, sorry, Yacht Club and Boardwalk. Then yeah. May 30th, you'll get Coronado and Beach Club. I don't know why they didn't do Yacht and Beach at the same time. That makes absolutely Crazy. no sense. Yeah. They practically share the same parking lot. Yeah. Uh, also on May 30th, you'll get uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, Kidani Village, and then June 7th, uh, because it's opening very late, will be yeah. uh, the Wilderness Lodge. Um, and I would not be surprised if they raised the price. I know they're at mm-hmm. 35. I would not be shocked if it went to 40. I really wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So now, some of the hotels I've been to where I've valet parked. Will either put plastic or, you know, they'll wipe the seat and the steering wheel before, and then some don't. So I don't know, like, what Disney policy is. It's like, why are some doing it and some not? I don't get it. Uh, I mean, if that's a thing for you, then, you know, you just don't want a valet park. That's yeah, I was gonna say that's a thing for you. You shouldn't be valet parking. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not making fun of you. I'm saying don't valet park. Yeah. I mean, I have wipes in my car right there in the, the console. And, yeah. you know, after the guy's done, I just pull one out, run it around the steering wheel, the little shifter, and off I go. You know. Good to go. So, yeah. uh, there's new Disney World 50th anniversary blue and gold color scheme is now moving into the Transportation Ticket Center. I'm not sure so, how I feel about this. How do you feel about that? I don't know. It It's, I don't know. It's. I'm sure it was a different color in the 70s and 80s, um, but I don't know. I think the purple and green is very iconic to that area. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Just maybe it's probably me. I'm too nostalgic. Everything, everything changes, buddy. <laughs> the Especially gateway. To, that's right. The gateway to the Magic Kingdom, the TTC or Ticketing and Transportation or Transportation and Ticket Center. We've been saying it backwards the whole time. Uh, is being updated with the new blue and gold color scheme for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. The Epcot monorail entrance sign is currently being worked on with the majority of the blue and gold already complete. The billboard poster kiosks, kiosks have also been updated with the new color. A change from the old purple color schemes that feature heavily at the TTC. Even the drinking water fountains have been updated with the new look. The blue and gold look takes design cues from the new look of Cinderella Castle and has also been seen at the TTC parking plaza as well as the roadway gateways leading onto Disney World property. I'm I'm okay with getting rid of the purple. I like the purple. I know you do. You like purple. I'm, I'm okay to get rid of the purple. Something new. Should be this. Purple, green, yeah, red, and yellow. Yeah. That's it. Well, right there. Yeah. Do, 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 do. yeah. Um, and it's funny because they're doing the railings and they're not painting them in place. They're taking them down and then they're like bringing them, I guess, to the shop in the back. I guess they're sandblasting uh, you know, the paint because, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, 50 it, years of paint. Yeah, 50 years of paint, and it never fades. So it's some kind of toxic substance, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it is as well. That can't be blasted in the public without killing small children or plants. <laughs> Probably true. Yeah. Uh, hey, go visit our little shop on the Shop of Horror World, uh, Disney Park podcast.com forward slash T-E-E public. Uh, we got 
pins, buttons, masks, face cases, phone cases, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can go check all that out on the internets. Sweet. Yep. Hey, kids. How about a little headline? And now, the headline news. All right. Uh, the new uh, gelateria in Italy will be opening soon. So if you're looking for a little gelato, uh, it should be opening soon. Um, so that'll be good. Uh, the Orange County, Florida mayor announced changes in the distancing. He's now saying uh, uh, it's going from six feet to three feet. And then the <clears throat> CDC threw on top of that, if you've been vaccinated and you're outside, uh, you don't need a mask. Um, so that's also good news. Uh, Adventure by Disney announced... Uh, that they will now have an Amazon escape option for the Galapagos Island expedition. Nice. I I didn't think they were going anywhere. <laughs> is that for this year or next year? What what year is that for? I, 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 I don't look know. it up. And I didn't realize that Amazon was delivering to yeah. uh, the Galapagos. The Galapagos. <laughs> is that is that today or is that some kind of special I, thing? You gotta be prime, I think. <laughs> if, if you stand here so we can get you to the Galapagos in two days. <laughs> Beam me up, Amazon. Air, air holes. Air yeah. holes. Pew! <laughs> no, that's uh that's uh Elon with his uh boring company. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. Uh hey, there's strong rumors that a revised 2022 Disney Vacation Club point charts are coming soon. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, you know, check the member site or uh, DVC uh, friends over at DVC News will have those as soon as they drop. Um, but that's interesting. On top of that, I can also say there's rumors going around that a dining plan of some sort is going to happen at Disney World. Now, my guess is it's going to happen before the 50th again. You know, everything is going to happen by October for us. Right. Because that's when the money starts flowing again, like yeah. it used to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, the TTC, TTA, <laughs> the Transit People Mover thing is back up. I heard it's had, it's had some bumps along the way, uh, but at least it's back open. You know, It's been down so long, it doesn't know how to operate at full speed anymore. <laughs> da -da. <laughs> apparently uh fish are food no apparently people are food because a man was attacked by a shark at disney's vero beach no not it not a shark now was this in the ocean or was this in the pool i'm not sure where this was happening yeah a hell of a good question, Tony. It's a hell of a good question. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. That's yeah. and I I I I heard some really, you know, chomped on. Like Yeah, well that's the uh I'm pulling up the story. That's the thing yeah. about going to the beach that everybody forgets is uh in it Florida. Yeah, it doesn't take uh it doesn't take a lot of water for a shark to be in there. Yeah. All it takes is about three feet but uh apparently mm. um i usually don't go that far out i'm i'm never maybe my waist it may be yeah, yeah sorry what's that um yeah it was um he was a he was boogie boarding oh yeah 30 30 to 40 feet off the well yeah that's the thing he's 30 to 40 feet off the shore but uh you can be in three feet of water and little bull sharks should be swimming around yeah that'll put the fear of god in you yeah yeah maybe you need to just start carrying a spear gun and a baseball bat into the ocean <laughs> yeah that's a good idea uh johnny crawford one of the original mouseketeers passed away at 75 they you know once again this is like you know get these people's stories on record because you know you can't get them back once they're dead and i, I don't know we're gonna have to fix that somehow uh, here in Florida, the Orange County uh, Department of Health says that temperature checks are not necessary any longer. 
So, uh, Disney, please uh, holster your thermometers for a while, would you, please? <laughs> I mean, I got, I got so many questions. <laughs> I mean, it was useless to begin with, but now the health department is saying it's not necessary. Yeah. They're saying there's no proven science that will help tell if you're infected or not by a temperature. Right. So, please. Thank you, Advent Health. Uh, pack up your toys and your thermometers and Get see out. you later. Start- Let us be able to go into Disney Springs like yeah. normal people. Yeah. Well, now I guess Scott to go through security, but well, at least it's a walk through security. It's not a you know scratch and sniff, stand and attack process uh, anymore. Yeah. Uh, hey, Mickey and Friends World Tour Cavalcades are coming to an end at Epcot. Those were the ones that kind of went around World Showcase. Uh, we don't know where those characters are going to go, so you know, you know you may have to call the character hotline to find out. Ooh. If you're a Patreon, you'll know. If you're not, yeah. Well, you'll have to figure that out then. Yep. And as strange as, you know, last week we were talking about Beatrix not coming around. Well, Beatrix filed permits to start construction again. hey <laughs> I guess as soon as Disney said, well, we're just going to take down the construction and make it a grassy area. They said, whoa, 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 whoa. I hate you, man. Hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll file our permits. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> because they're probably like, hey, we don't want to lose that prime real estate. Right to, to somebody else, like Disney's probably said, "Well, we'll just put something else there for now, and you can have whatever space is available when you come want to come back." And they yeah. would probably get, oh, "Hold on, we'll just file permits." <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I think part of it is that they file permits, but there's no guarantee they have to build. That's right. Well, maybe Disney does put a guarantee on it. You know, you got to remember they are the people you file the permits with because they are oh, the yeah. government. So, you know. They could say, listen, uh, this permit, this construction permit expires, expires in 90 days. You know, right. You have, get you know, to, yeah, you have 90 days to start putting equipment and get it going or, you know, <laughs> you're out. So yeah. Go to Home Depot, buy some shovels, kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. We want to say thank you to everybody who's watching live. If you're uh, not otherwise detained, you want to do something on uh, Monday nights, come join us at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We'd love to have you here. Uh, chat with all of our friends from Disney all around the world. Uh, if you're listening to the replay, please feel free to join us uh, and let us know uh, your thoughts on the show. If there's a new story that piqued your curiosity or if you had a thought, We'd love to know what that is. Leave us a comment. You can always shoot us an email uh, if you'd like to. But we want to invite you to come over to uh, our social sites, which is uh, Facebook, Instagram, and the YouTube, all at Disney Parks Podcast. And uh, visit our website, which is DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can find all of our show show archives. We've got uh, a great blog post from our guest blog writers from uh, Disney uh, excuse me, destinations to travel. Uh, there's also great links to our friends and sponsors like destinations to travel. Uh, you can click directly there from the website, or you can just go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel. Uh, and then you can fill out a quick little survey, let them know what you're thinking about doing. And someone from destinations to travel will get back with you and start helping you plan your perfect vacation. Um, uh, finally, <laughs> if you'd like to support the show, Come find us over at Patreon. You go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. You can sign up. We do up to three shows a week. And uh, <coughs> pardon me, lots of great content out there that you can't hear anywhere else. We've got a lot of really cool things uh, coming down the pipeline for that. And uh, anything else, T? No, I think that's it. All right, guys. We thank you for uh, for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the show. And if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 